0: your retirement and grow your wealth through real estate all by leveraging other people's money.
1: The hardest part of real estate investing is not market knowledge, technical skills, or even the math. The hardest part and most important part is raising
0: capital to fund your deals. At least it used to be. But we got the answer to simplifying
1: capital raising. Take you from scatter, stress, and scrambling to confident and excited. Join our five-day Raise More Money Challenge. Your key to learning how to raise all the money you need for every single deal. Head to RaisemoreMoneyChallenge.com to join Don't get caught up in the single biggest
0: struggle experienced by multi-family apartment general partners and capital racers today. There's not a shortage of money or willing investors out there. You just need the right tools for attracting them
1: and we got just the thing. The Raise More Money Challenge teaches our exact blueprint for attracting leads and investors to keep your capital rolling in. No wealthy friends or connections needed to start. You'll have an immediate
0: and actionable way to raise money fast. Join the challenge at raisemoremoneychallenge.com. That's raisemoremoneychallenge.com. This inflation isn't leaving anything unscathed, including affecting the prices of energy, food, and shelter. As of June 15, 2022, the Fed lifted the interest rate by
1: 75 basis points. this is Cashflow
0: Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom or the lifestyle you deserve. Hello and welcome back, Cashflow Multipliers. Before we start recording today, it's kind of dawn on us that, you know, we're already halfway through the year.
1: Nan, I still cannot believe that. I guess you can say that these have been like the roaring 20s, but not in the way that we want them to be. There has been so many ups and downs this year, starting with the economy and continuing to our personal lives. I know we see this every year, but man, time is really flying. Seriously, you know, I read recently that one of the reasons why people feel like
0: time goes by so fast is that because as we get older, we experience less new things, like having a crush for the first time.
1: Oh, that's really interesting.
0: Yes, or learning how to drive, all of these monumental moments in our lives kind of just blur into the background when they become quote-unquote normalized.
1: So are you suggesting I should take up motorcycle? (laughs) Motorcycling? I don't know. So that you can feel younger? (laughs) (laughs) Nan, I'm not sure I believe that considering that the number of times I've heard unprecedented that in the past few years, there's been nothing normal about 2020s so far and time is really going by faster than ever. And to add to that, we had some pretty
0: monumental shift, like stuff happening to us these past years as well. That might not be, you know, like turning 21 big, but in our adults years, I would argue they're just
1: as cool. Well, Nan, I wouldn't really know because I haven't turned 21 yet. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's no ID check here. (laughs) It's really weird how we define cool and how it changes as we get older. Not that we're disclosing anyone's age on this show. And honestly, there's no judgment. Why? I just turned 21 not that long ago. You must be older than 21, of course, right? I I think I'm like...
0: Not a couple years ago. Okay,
1: so I'm like <laughs> Benjamin Button. So I, 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 actually am growing younger every year. <laughs> so right, you know that when we think about monumental things that have happened in our lives, and I think of falling into apartment investing, starting this podcast, the cash flow multipliers, and our incredible passive investors.
0: Yes, and I totally agree with you, Palm. And we have even level up in the types of apartment we invest in, right? When we were starting out, we heavily invest in a work housing, like Class C apartments. Now we have slowly been working our way up to transition into something pretty nice, asset class, like Class A, Class B apartment sense.
1: Hey, don't get us wrong. We're not the ones to discriminate against class. You know, we were raised better than that. Two girls who witnessed firsthand our parents working long hours to make it in this country. However, we know a good thing when we
0: see it, and we always seem to have a big hard eye around Class A, Class B apartments. Palm, have you seen the shift taking place in Class C apartments recently?
1: I mean, they are getting hit hard. I have, and you're right. In my opinion, low income workforce housing is getting beaten up today and feeling the brunt of the force of the rising inflation. So true, this inflation isn't leaving anything unscathed, including affecting the
0: prices of energy, food, and shelter. As of June 15, 2022, the Fed lifted the interest rate by 75 basis points.
1: Yep, and this left us asking a lot of questions. So the first thing Team Kitty's sister did was going back to the drawing board and looking at our real estate schedule to see what our debt maturities were and examine how bulletproof we actually are. Palm and RV... We are a K-45 solid. (laughs) Plus, for any new properties we're looking to buy, we must factor in the discussion around capital stack. Having the right debt with the right terms. In times like this, we go back to the fundamentals of the apartment syndication to make sure that we're on track factoring in rent growth, inflation, and supply and demand. The last one, though, supply and demand, is where things get tricky. We are so far behind in supply, which affects our rent tradeouts in a good way. Now, for
0: those of you who are new to the apartment investing world, rent trade-outs are the price difference in rent a new occupant of a unit is paying versus the rent the previous occupant was paying. In Dallas, we're at 20% rent trade-out right now. And in Houston, we're between 10 to 30%. I mean, 13% rent trade-out. I wish it was 30, but we'll take
1: 13. (laughs) Yeah, 10 to 13 only, guys. Okay, so what do rent trade-outs have to do with supply? Well, there are too many people who want to move in and not enough supply to meet the growing demand. And we don't see this changing anytime soon.
0: As if one recession wasn't enough for this generation, it looks like the government is going to push us into another one, right? And part of the country are going to heavily affected by this. Fortunately, the majority of our investment lie within, you know, the Sunbelt areas. And while we don't think we're immune to effect of the recession, we believe it will be milder compared to other
1: parts of the country. So what do you think, Nan? How are we prepared for the higher interest rate that we are clearly heading into? In time like this, you know, I'm so thankful we
0: take the floating approach. And no, not like going with the flow kind of approach, more like we want to have the ability to exit a deal at an appropriate time whenever that may be. Us, the kitty sisters, <laughs> go with the flow. Our control issues could never. Hey, we're working on it a- though, <laughs> oh, right, Pong? As people who have paid their fair shares of yield maintenance on fixed debt in some cases, it cost our, you know, potential investor returns by 20 to 30%. We have definitely learned that debt flexibility cannot be underrated.
1: Yeah. And for context, guys, 20 to 30% is like millions of dollars. So it's no small change at all. So it's a heavy price to pay for sure. So another piece of this conversation is knowing the entry of the buyer's market. We know, we know you've been hearing in the media that right now is a seller's market. But hear us out for a sec.
0: For one reason or another, people are looking to get out and when they are, we will be there with bills unready to buy. Ching, 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 right? I'll give you an example of what we mean by this. Back in the early days of COVID-19, we had a deal in
1: Fort Worth, Texas and the seller had to get out. Spoiler alert, it was divorce time to do so. Or so we thought, after 20 months of our ownership, we went full cycle, as in sold, and we gave our passive investors around 150%, 50%, oh, I'm so happy I stumbled, 150% over our return. The more of the story, don't get caught up sleeping or hiding under a rock. Well, yes, but more importantly, the kitty
0: sisters were ready to buy and we made serious money for our passive investors, regardless of a deadly disease-causing havoc on the nation.
1: Sounds like a zombie movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're looking at about 100 basis point expansion today in cap rate. Confused about cap rate? Well, check out, guys, our previous episode, episode number 27, the no cap on the cap rate, where we gave you all the details of what is the cap rate, right? Guys, cap rates don't have to be complicated at all. And depending on your level of investment, it can actually be used as a tool that will be absolutely vital to your success in any new deals.
1: Nan, so do you think our team cash flow multipliers would like to hear the kitty system, kitty Nostradamus prophesizing <laughs> about the future? Yes. Wow. I like that. The kitty <laughs> Nostradamus. Oh my God. Yeah, we're next level. <laughs> yes. That's a good idea. But Palm, what do you have in mind? The kitties just don't have a crystal ball or anything like that. Well, how we wish we could have one. (laughs) Or maybe we do. (laughs) But whenever this volatility falls out, we're going to see a wave of money. And yes, wave like big tsunami wave coming, flying back in, and the cap rates are really going to settle back down because of the supply and demand That story that we told you about earlier. If you want to get started with your apartment syndication journey during this unpredictable time, look to experts. Strong sponsors with better assets will have more solid chance of breaking through.
0: Yes, and speaking of our passive investor now, it's fair to ask, what should you expect your
1: return to be at this time? For anyone who looks at the news or looked look down at your phone in the past couple of years, all you hear these days is how the world is in shambles. There's no way to turn you. I mean, I really think like it's a zombie movie. So you would have to think that like the nightmare of COVID at the beginning is starting back up again. We get it. Times are tough, but it shouldn't be a reason to hide. In fact, earlier today, I read a report from one of our assets under management in Arlington, Texas, that has a 0.9% delinquency again. 09 percent delinquency that's an amazing number probably unimaginable being that we hear all the talking heads spewing out all this like toxic stuff this these days which is why we're taking our little soapbox and proclaim to all of you guys who are
0: listening right now or who's willing to listen to us that multifamily apartment investing is a safe harbor even today why because as long as you have a long-term horizon multifamily apartments are a phenomenal place for wealth preservation Hedge against inflation, offer massive tax advantages, and it definitely doesn't hurt to double your money
1: while you sleep, aka passively. That sounds real amazing. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So our bestie, Buffy, aka Warren Buffett, said it best when he said, in short, bad news is investors' best friend. It lets you buy a slice of America's future at a markdown price.
0: Oh yeah. Now, we believe there are three financial needle movers here, income, income, net worth, and taxes. Doubling your net worth by staying on the course and focusing on opportunities, today, you could potentially 16X your net worth in 20 years, recession or not. But you can't get rattled or distracted by what other people, you know, want you to hear. Decide for yourself, is financial freedom worth it to stay on track? So, Palm, should we take the rest of 2022 off? Yes.
1: <laughs> so, oh, Nan, I'm sorry. Did you mean take? To- Vacation for the rest of the year? So if so, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes for vacation, but no from not buying more apartments. For Never, sure. right? Never, right? Okay. As many of you know, on Friday, June 17th, the inflation reading from the CPI report was uh, north of 8%. And that had a ripple effect throughout the economy, obviously. When the inflation reading came out, it triggered two things. The sofa jumped massively. There was high volatility and also the Treasury went up as well. The SOFR, for those who don't know, stands for Secured Overnight Financing Rate Data. The following week after the report came out was pretty much what we had anticipated. So here's the story, and you're going to hear this over and over. Lender has to adjust their underwriting, and when the lender adjusts their underwriting, then the buyer gets a call. And when the buyers get a call, guess who gets a call? The broker and the seller gets a call. And you know what, guys? To be honest, we also got that call from our lender.
0: Indeed, we were told that the numbers on our current deals are fundamentally solid and that the deal still passes their internal stress test, even in the current market situation. Guys, FYI, we're not soliciting for this deal, so please don't send us the money. Unless, of course, you want to be our angel investor in the Kitty Sister Popo
1: Fund. Now that fund's open permanently. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can drink popo together all day long. (laughs) So that's awesome. (laughs) Yes, so in today's market palm, what are we seeing? We're seeing a major shift from the seller's market to a buyer's market, and it's happening really quickly. Every deal that had a whisper price out there most likely won't be able to sell at that price. And if you've been in multifamily for a while, like dating back to 2015, you know that the seller's market has had its fair share of the spotlight. True,
0: true. The momentum has shifted from sellers quite literally being the hottest thing on the market. They were getting multiple offers and at even over asking price. Talk about everybody
1: wanting you. Now the shift comes where there's less buyers, less offers, and less non-refundable earnest deposit. And the price probably around 10 to 20% lower. So are you saying there's a chance? (laughs) It sounds like (laughs) dumb and dumber, but this is actually the opposite of that, obviously. Yep. A chance is coming and buying deals that otherwise you may not have a chance at before. So instead of putting a million dollar hard on day one, you might only need to put a hundred K. But the thing is, no matter how much you put down, you need to have a solid business plan that is bulletproof for the next 12 to 18 months. Agree. So here's
0: what we know the federal government will continue to increase its rate two, three, four, or even five times over, right? It's going to go by fast. But here's the good news.
1: On average, it's about 2.2 years between the first rate height and the first interest rate drop. So the market and interest are going to do the same dance. They're going to be moving up and you have to come in and buy the property you had before. Let's say before it was a 75 to 80% LTC loan to cost, including in the new deal that doesn't exist the turn sheet from the lender. By the way, this is not the case for our current deal because we have negotiated
0: an amazing spread of 320 basis point. Palm, is it safe to say when you're sizing these deals, you can't underwrite a 4% interest rate right
1: now anymore? That's true. And one thing we want to make clear, you have to underwrite these higher numbers because one day when you walk in, SOFR is going to be at 150 basis point, 225 basis point. So this means that you have to add to your spread. For example, if you had a 400 spread, saying that you're using a 5.5 or 6% interest rate on day one, the leverage obviously is going to drop to at least minimum 65% LTC. What all this means is that you still can hit your target returns, but you just have to Be able to get it at a right
0: price. Palmer, I can't stress you must be smart and conservative in your underwriting. You have to account for these increased debt service. While your purchase price will be lower, account for
1: additional costs. This will offset each other and help preserve your returns. Eventually, the loan to cost will come up to 75 to 80% again. The market's going to come down a little bit, but don't be fooled. It will come right back up in three to five years from now. It's going to be higher than it is today. We promise. (laughs) But all we're seeing right now is sevens, is jackpot seven
0: that is. If you're able to purchase these property at a lower price point in a few shorts here, it's money back in our pocket once the interest rate calms down. So Palm, given the current situation, what should a savvy passive investor do right now?
1: So for passive investors who are investing or invested in assets post-COVID, you might have a floating rate debt. So you want to ask the sponsor team, the team that you're investing in, if they've done or is doing underwriting for the next 6 to 12 or 18 months at the rate cap strike price. Okay, so that's number one. So number two, Find out from the sponsor team if they're going to keep the deal and determine if they need to buy a rate cap in the next 6 to 12 months and do they have the money available. The reason we're saying this is because if you had debt from Fannie or Freddie and you're going to get a notice in the mail in the next 18 months or 18 months before the cap rate is, is up, If you bought a deal in 2020, you're going to see a notice in the mail, probably in the next two to three months, that the rate cap is like, oh my gosh, 10 (laughs) times higher than it was when you purchased it. 10 times? Yeah, or more. In addition to all this, you want to make sure that you're investing in top tier assets, class A and class B, newer stuff, but also not only newer stuff, but in nicer area, better paying profile of the residents.
0: Yeah, so class A or class B isn't just based on the year it was built. But more importantly, like Palm just said, the demographic of people that locations and building attracts.
1: Yeah, it really is about the assets that has minimal to light deferred maintenance that can be held longer if necessary. The bottom line here is that
0: multifamily apartments don't run in circle. Unlike the stock market, which has dropped 40 to 50 percent from the beginning of the year, the value of asset doesn't really impact the income it collects. In fact, we are hoping
1: it continues to increase even throughout COVID and inflation. Who here hasn't wished that they were able to go back in time at least once in their life? But don't let this time pass you by wishing that you could buy as much real estate as possible. Why? Because long-term real estate prices in the right areas will always increase.
0: Again, this is the first time since 2015 that it has become a buyer's market. It's actually our time to buy properties with less competition, institutional investors, and the crazy money that spike up the property price
1: without any strong underlying reasons. Do not let the fear-mongering distract you from your goals. Stay focused, persistent, and ready when the time comes, because it will come. If we are bulletproofing our underwriting, having a clear and simple business plan, and buying the right in the right submarket, mark our words. In three years, you will be telling us we were right. So... Should we take the rest of 2022 off? Yes. <laughs> Not from buying, right? No, because I can buy anywhere. Give me internet. We're good. Yes. So, guys,
0: there are always two sides to history. Which side you will be standing on depends on your actions today.
1: That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed being here and learning a thing or two in the process. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Kitty sisters and keep up with us on our website at thekittysisters.com for more resources, past episodes, blogs, and more.
0: Until then, talk soon, Cashflow Multipliers team.
1: We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at the slash podcast.